Hey friends, welcome to Wild Hearts with Janine. I'm Janine, the host of this podcast, and I am genuinely so excited that you are tuning in today. Wild Hearts is for those who are passionate about diving deep, keeping it real, reclaiming their passions, and getting after the things that they were made to do without apology. In each episode, I sit down with a fellow Wild Heart to talk about life, travel, faith, and everything in between. So let's dive in. Hey friends, so excited you are here today for the final episode of both this year and this season of Wild Hearts. Hey, I'm Janine, in case I didn't know or you didn't know and I haven't introduced myself, hello, I'm the host, so excited you guys are here. I like to think or hope that you are in for a treat today because this is a little solo episode with me and if you've seen the title, you probably already know that we're going to be talking about mindsets and goal setting today. So let's get into it. Make a hot drink, pull up a chair and get comfy because the quote unquote plan today is for me to just share some of my heart, some of what's been going on in my life and some news about the future of this podcast. So first things first, a big thing that I have learned this year is the importance in the undercurrent that our mindset plays in our lives, from how we wake up to the decisions we make to the ways that we interact with others in our lives, our mindset um, really has the power to both benefit and or hurt us, to isolate us or to place us in a community um, with loving people or to lead us on a well-lit path or even down a darkened alley. Is that too dramatic? (laughs) Maybe, but I've kind of learned that these things are true. Here is a not so fun, but very, very true fact about me. For as long as I can think back and remember, I have lived and operated out of a poverty mindset. From things that I witnessed and went through in my childhood, I learned and therefore believed that There is and would always be a lack, a not enough, so to speak. This manifested outwardly um, as honestly constant anxiety about things like work and money, mostly money. Uh, Money has always been a trigger for me, as well as in my relationships. Um, Just to give you an example, like if a friend gave me a gift of some kind, um, like unprompted, immediately my mental response was like, well, crap, now I need to get them a gift. Or another example, like if a friend treated me to a meal or something, I would literally in my head add up the cost of that meal, at least just my portion, you know, uh, and make a mental note that I in some way needed to pay that person back with either a gift or something of equal value every single time. Um, it just, I I viewed everything transactionally. I guess that's the easiest way to say it. But it turns out that like relationships aren't transactional. (laughs) And that's not how they work like at all. And it, it was like I always knew that was true. I knew relationships weren't transactional, but I didn't know how to, or maybe didn't even try to get that knowing from my head, knowing what's true like to make that trek to my heart in order to believe it. 
And so I just viewed relationships and opportunities and anything you could potentially think of as as being transactional. So if I give, if I take, then I must give. If, um, if someone gives, then I must give. Like it's just this whole really toxic cycle. Um, if you've been around for a bit, you probably know that I've been super committed to counseling and therapy for the last year. It's easily, easily been the best thing I've done in a really long time, um, next to adopting my sweet, sweet dog, Amos, uh, which in a way was another form of therapy. So same thing. <laughs> and my counselor, especially in this last year, really helped me to unearth the truth that my poverty mindset, while detrimental in its own right, for sure, was actually like a layer sitting on top of another um, more like, I don't know, sinister and uh, embedded fear. And that is that I'm alone and I might always be alone and no one else will be there for me or take care of me if something were to happen. So therefore, me and only me needed to make sure that I was quote-unquote taken care of or in layman's terms had enough money to make sure that I would be okay hence money being like my biggest anxiety and my biggest uh like just toxic fear in my life my mindset of not enough might have sprouted from my underlying fear of being alone but I think more than that it was entangled in a way that like I wasn't even able to recognize the two as separate entities, let alone even like know that the fear of being alone was kind of like the subcurrent beneath all so many of my other fears. So yeah, it was definitely a huge revelation when this kind of came to light a few months ago. And since then, I've been working uh, in therapy and just on my own to unravel these fears of mine and kind of sorting out the antithesis of them, um, aka like the truths to my fears lies, and then rework and retrain my thought patterns to move from the quote unquote not enough narrative that I've believed for, you know, 20 years or whatever, to one of abundance, uh, to a mindset and a thought life of goodness and more than enough and you know enough to go around all those sorts of things and honestly for me without my faith I think this would have been harder by like a thousand fold if not downright impossible because my faith is what anchors me when I reflect on the last decade or so I can point out so many times in which I was provided for like when a job fell into my lap and honestly this has kind of happened so many times I can't even count anymore. So when a job's fallen into my lap or when a friend, you know, randomly gifted me a check for my final student loan payment or felt led to pay for my surgery, both of those are true stories, totally crazy. Or like when I stumbled upon a cozy home that I got to live in and I found it on Instagram, which is also a true story. Shout out to my friend Whitney. Um, It just seems like God has literally always had my back and provided for me in some of the most beautiful and serendipitous ways and of course that like doesn't mean that it's always been easy like it definitely hasn't um like at all (laughs) but it's always seemed to work out and very little of it in retrospect has had to do with me um and so yeah my faith just plays a huge part in all of it and yet still I lived in a poverty mindset I lived I wouldn't even say I lived in it I lived out of it um and it affected everything 
I remember having a conversation with my friend when I was staying with her and her husband in New York a few years ago over Christmas and she kind of confronted me on it and called me out which was a hard thing for her to do it was uncomfortable but she did it and I'm still so proud of her for doing it because it she was telling me something I knew about myself but hadn't given space to actually think about if that makes sense and I, I, I mean, I could honestly point back to that moment. It was, it was actually right before I launched the podcast about three years ago. And uh, I can point back to that moment so easily and, and see that as kind of a catalyst for knowing it was a problem and it was toxic and it was seeping out and I wanted to change it. And being in counseling this last year has helped so much. So anyway, I just wanted to share a little bit about mindsets and your, your situation could be completely different from mine, but either way, you know, I've just learned so much about how our thought lives can lead us toward life or toward death. And I mean, am I the drama here? Maybe. But really, you know, changing our mindset from poverty to abundance or from negative to positive. And, and trust me, I'm not an optimist by nature. I'm not a pessimist either. I am a realist, but it, it comes off as cynicism a lot of the time. But, but if we were to make that mental shift in our thought lives and the things that we say to ourselves and the things that we believe to be true from a there's not enough, I'm not enough, um, Jesus isn't enough, whatever it might be, to I am enough and there is enough and Jesus has always been enough, you know, fill in the blank for whatever you're going through. I just think that that like changes everything, you know, changing our mindset to one of abundance or of plenty or of enoughness can change everything else we do and say and how we engage with the world and in our relationships. And out of our enough, I think that we can, you know, so much more abundantly pour into other people and other situations. And so, you know, out of a, out of a filled cup we can, or a filled vessel we can pour into others. So I think big shifts take big work. Um, but they're the most worthwhile kinds of work. So I hope that as we kind of round out this weird, wild year, you're able to walk into a new one with a renewed uh, mindset, maybe one of abundance like mine. It's very exciting. So I just wanted to share a little bit about mindsets there. Um, and then the other big topic today I want to talk about is goal setting because, um, you know, out of a out of our mindset and out of our dreams and hopes and plans, we set goals and we work to achieve them um, in the right time. And not I, I'm not big on hustle and grind. I think that those are like personal curse words for me because I value rest above all things, particularly resting in my faith. Um, but one of my favorite things to do as each new year approaches is to sit down and carve out some intentional time and space to reflect on the past year and also start planning for the next one. Um, I'm a really big believer in writing things down on purpose and with a purpose because honestly, if I don't, there's like a 5% chance I will do anything or act on anything. So yeah, that's not a promising statistic there, so I have to write it down. And one of the ways I try to do that is by setting some goals and making a plan for them, which I've honestly found to be one of the best ways to prepare for and step into a new year. Um, this year in particular, I would say a lot of my goal planning or even just 
kind of trying to identify my goals started back in November when I went on my second solo retreat. I went back to get a getaway cabin here in Tennessee. Um, they have them all over the country. Highly recommend. I went to one in June and then again in November. I, depending on where you're at in the country, I would not go in the summertime. I, you, you may remember I did a podcast episode about this, but there were lots of bugs and heat and humidity and it was, it was kind of jaded by that. So I went back in November and it was perfection. The leaves were beautiful. The temperatures were low enough that there were no critters. It was fantastic. Anyway, I went back to getaway. Also, if you're thinking about a getaway, I get a lot of DMs about getaway. Um, it's, I couldn't recommend it more. It's, it's such a wonderful way to literally get away and unplug and, you know, be with the people you're with or spend time on your own take your dog for long hikes. It was wonderful. So there's a link in the show notes if you want to get $25 off your next day at getaway. Shameless plug. Anyway, um, as I prepared for my own getaway in November, I loaded up my car with cozy clothes and food and my dog and a fresh journal amongst some other supplies with the goal of really spending some intentional time away from kind of my day-to-day routines and the monotony of that um, so that I could spend focused time reflecting and journaling and getting honest about honestly, all that I want out of this life. I am just so much better when I write things down. I think I get distracted um, trying to plan for anything any other way. I think that's most of the population of the world. Like, gotta write it down or it's, um, for me at least, I'm an 85-year-old woman in my mind. Um, Like, literally in my mind. If I don't write it down or make note of it, it it's gone within a few hours. So anyway, I had this plan to, you know, journal and reflect and just be honest with myself. And I found myself writing like really big, audacious and really beautiful goals for my future, um, kind of categorizing them because I realized so many of them kind of fit in with one another. And then looking for some small and more actionable steps that I could take start taking now, really, um, in order to kind of make some progress toward those bigger things. I even, and this was a really fun project, I even created a vision board. So I like brought magazines and cut out pictures and words and all sorts of stuff and, you know, glued them onto some cardboard and voila, a vision board. And it, it's sitting right here on my desk. I'm looking at it right now. And it helps keep me focused on those big goals that I started making and writing down every day. I just look at it and I'm like, yep, those are the things that I'm prioritizing. Those are the things that I'm, you know, dreaming about and praying for and um, hopefully in good balance with rest working towards. So super great. That was an amazing trip. Again, cannot recommend a solo retreat enough. So wonderful to get away. Um, So that's the big thing, though, about setting goals. I think it's really easy to get kind of caught up in or even overwhelmed by the big lofty things that we all kind of want to do and then not necessarily think about or start to make a plan for how to, you know, actually start making those things a reality. And so that's exactly why um, a few years ago, gosh, five or six years ago, I created my own goal sheets. I, you know, whipped them up in Photoshop or whatever and printed them out and worked through them and they're super helpful. So then told my friends about it, printed them out for my friends, had a little New Year's um, brunch one year. A couple friends came over and we worked through them together. It was really awesome. Um, I just wanted something that had like simple prompts in it that were, you know, easy to follow and that just helped take my dreams and my ideas out of my head and get them onto paper so that I could visualize them all in one space. I just found it to be so helpful and 
apparently so did my friends and then so did you know dozens and dozens if not hundreds of other people on the internet um I launched them online yeah about five years ago and almost every year since I've updated them and changed the design and relaunched them out into the world. Um, last week, it was a really beautiful day here in Nashville. It was like 70 degrees, which was abnormal. So I printed out my own goal sheets because I had revamped them for 2022. Um, I even like added things to help make the process even easier and, and um, you know, more... I don't even know how to say it, just easier to follow and easier to kind of get a little more minuscule on goals so that it makes it easier to take steps moving forward. So I went to a coffee shop because it was so beautiful, took my goal sheets, took my dog with me, we sat outside, and I started working through them. Um, and personally, just to kind of give you guys the outline of how I do this, I love to start with gratitude. So I love to reflect on, you know, all the good that happened in the past year, make note of the things that I both want to leave behind and the things that I want to take into 2022 or the new year. And and then even picking a word to kind of declare over the next 12 months. Uh, I won't I won't spoil it. I'll tell you guys eventually what my word is, but I landed on it a few days ago and I'm really excited. So um, from there, I start really, really big. I list out basically all of the things that I want to do, see, build, and experience in my life. It's kind of like a bucket list of sorts. Um, it was fun and in a challenging way, honestly, to step back and think of all the things I would love to have happen in my life. And then from there, I got a little more specific to this new year that's coming. So, you know, what dreams or themes do I want to focus on and listed those out. And then um, the next thing I did was kind of sort out what specific goals that I want to focus on in this year, keeping those dreams and themes in mind. Um, And then, you know, I categorize them as I do. Um, Things like professional goals. So like I want to grow my business, uh, spiritual goals. I finally want to find a home church here in Nashville, some financial goals, like save some more money for, you know, future projects and more. So yeah, I do all of these following the prompts in my goal sheets. um, Because honestly, without them, I, without those like prompts, I probably wouldn't write anything down or have any goals written down that I could work toward. And something beautiful about goals too is like you can get to the end of the year and look at your goal sheets from the past year, which I also did while I was working on the ones for 2022 and looked at like what goals did I have and what worked and what didn't and what did I achieve and maybe what changed, what shifted um, as life changed. And it's just a really, really wonderful exercise. Um, And I'm really prayerful in all my goal setting um, because I'm holier than anyone. Like... (laughs) Definitely not. If there was a scale, I would be very far on the other side, probably. But um, I, I want, I want God to be involved in all the things that that I feel like I'm supposed to do more than more than what I want to do. I want to make sure that there are things that I feel called to or um, nudged to do or whatever language you want to use there. So I definitely make sure to be prayerful in all of my goal setting. And again, writing it down just makes the world of a difference, truly. So I have fun news for you. Like I mentioned, I recently revamped my 2022 goal sheets and I launched them out into the world totally for free because I want to be able to help you guys start dreaming big as well. Um, My 2022 goal sheets are linked in the show notes down below. So down below, like I'm on a video, you know what I mean? They're in the show notes. So make sure to download those so that you can get started on setting some of your own goals 
for 2022 as well and know that I am 100% cheering you on. So excited to see um, all the things that, you know, we set out to do and the ways that God provides. And and again, hope and my prayer is that, you know, abundance mindset is something that we all um, kind of adopt moving into this year with grace um, because it's a process. Like I said, a big work takes or big changes and big shifts take big work, but it's the most wor- worthwhile kind of work. Um, so speaking of 2022, one of my goals is to switch up some things with this podcast. So these past three years of podcasting, because yes, it has been three years and my mind is absolutely blown that I've been doing Wild Hearts for that long. Um, these three years have been so much fun, you guys, and I have so loved getting to sit down and chat with so many incredible and talented and knowledgeable women about all things life, travel, and faith. It has been an absolute blast. But if I were to give you a peek behind the curtain, it has also been a lot of work. Not to mention um, how just oversaturated the podcasting space feels now in comparison to three years ago when we started. I mean, has anyone else noticed that like it it feels as if all the podcasts are just interviewing the same people all the time? Um, I know I'm a little bit of a cynic, but it really feels that way. Um, and the truth is that I really seriously considered, as in I had very much planned to take a year-long hiatus from Wild Hearts altogether in 2022 um, in order to focus on some other things like creating more travel guides and working with my one-on-one travel planning clients because Wild Hearts ended up taking a lot of my time and energy with writing prompts and reaching out to guests and editing and all the things that are involved with all of it. But but the real truth is I just love this space. <laughs> I love getting to just chat with you guys, sit down and chat every few weeks about real life and share, you know, things that I'm learning or travel stories and travel tips and, you know, just hang out with you guys. It's really, really fun. I love the raw, unedited and like totally presentness of these little solo episodes. It's totally my vibe right now and I just did not want to let it go. So what does that mean for the future of Wild Hearts? Well, one, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to take that year-long hiatus. Instead, we are going to focus on more real talk, more travel tips, of course, because you all know I love to travel and help you guys travel, and more life lessons that I learn along the way as a 30, young 30, early 30-something, single gal uh, living life and loving Jesus, um, all in the format of what I think I'm going to call mini-sodes or something like that. Um, So if your jam is like a 15 to 20 minute bite-sized sit down, kind of like this episode today, and you know, have coffee with me kind of kind of vibe, I think you're going to be in for a treat. Um, I'm still going to have some guests on from time to time, but the format's going to be different. I'm not going to spoil it quite yet. Um, But we're going to talk all things travel and life and uh, you know, living the the lives we feel called to and feel nudged to and not worrying about societal expectations and doing things that are hard and scary, but in the name of like saying yes to ourselves and, and prioritizing the things that we want. I'm just so excited to um, get to come back to this space in kind of a new but still familiar way and share with you guys every other week. I think it's going to be so much fun. And yeah, I'm just really excited for this next season. 
um, of Wild Hearts and all that we have in store. (laughs) Okay, friends, that is it for this episode today. I hope you enjoyed our time together and have felt seen and heard or if nothing else, at least encouraged um, as you, you know, start stepping into a new year, at least start planning for a new year, um, thinking about mindsets and goals and, you know, prioritizing the things that you feel called to, like I've said. Um, Don't forget, too, that you can download the 2022 goal sheets at the link in the show notes, or you can just head to janine.com slash goals. Make sure you get those um, and tag me or or send me DMs with photos. I'd love to see how you guys are working through those. Super exciting. Um, I hope and pray that you guys just have a beautiful and joyous holiday season, spending it time with spending it time, spending time (laughs) with your friends and your family. And yeah, I cannot wait to see you guys back here in the new year. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Wild Hearts with Janine. I hope that the content in this episode has encouraged and inspired you to step out and say yes to the things that God has for you. And hey, while I've got your attention, I would absolutely love it if you went ahead and subscribed, rated, and reviewed Wild Hearts with Janine. It would honestly mean so much to me. I'll see you guys back here when the next episode drops. But until then, keep dreaming, seeking, and stepping out in faith.